Hey, welcome back to On The Level Leadership. And um, I had a conversation recently with another professional that kind of got me thinking. In particular, it has to do with the word authentic. And I know that as a professional who's self-identified as someone who tries to be as authentic as possible, I really was perplexed by the statement that the use of the word authentic was considered overused or overhyped in the media Uh, and by professionals as it pertains to the self and as it pertains to leadership. And I really wanted to explore that with you today. So in particular, I was interested in the use of authenticness in with respect to our true selves, its root, its definition, but also whether it impedes our progress as individuals or in organizations, and how do we apply the sense of authenticity in our day-to-day practice. The word authentic from the dictionary.com definition, at least, is defined as being not false or copied as being genuine, real, having an origin supported by unquestionable evidence as being represented of one's true nature, our true beliefs, being true to oneself uh, and to the person that's being identified. And it's really about understanding or believing in the known facts or experience and being reliable and trustworthy. So that's a mouthful, but really all it means is being authentic means being genuine, being real, being trustworthy. So the actual word authentic was first used around the 1300s, and it was actually based on an old French word called authentique or authentic, uh, rooted from the medieval Latin authenticus or Greek authentikos, which uh, essentially means to be genuine. Generally, authenticity is seen as a virtue or something that is a positive thing to be as a leader, right? Being authentic requires a bit of balance, though. And I think as we explore this a little further today, really want to challenge you to looking at your authentic self, because really you need to be in tune with your own personal leadership in order to be a balanced, authentic individual or leader. Being authentic is really all about personal leadership from the perspective of understanding who you are as a leader, as a person. What are your core values? What do you bring to the table? How do you lead? How do you empower others? How do you enable success in other people? And also, uh, conversely, being really well-versed and having some strong self-awareness of your own faults, uh, your own areas of weakness, things that you could still grow in. Because one of the things I think that people question when we say that we're an authentic leader is that somehow it's like, well, that's just the way I am. So I don't need to change. I don't need to evolve. I don't need to overcome my limitations. So without doing the work, then being authentic or the real you could actually damage not just yourself, your reputation, But it can affect your ability to lead and it can affect your organization, the culture in which you're working or the culture in which you're leading. So, for example, uh, several years ago when I started to really assume positional leadership roles within the organizations that I worked within, I would hear sometimes in my performance assessments things like, you know, Tammy, you just got to tone it down a little bit. You have to watch your tone. You come off as too strong. You know, you're a little too assertive. Now, as 
a woman who was raised in the 80s and heard a lot of women aren't smart enough to be doctors kind of language and had to really sort of fight my entire career has been about fighting the paternalistic machismo kind of leadership model that exists out there. I found that in my in my younger days, like in my 30s, especially, I was extremely uh, defensive to the point of being aggressive with my style of leadership. I had a lot of big walls around me and I really wasn't, uh, you know, super vulnerable as a person. I was kind of a hard shelled kind of leader. And part of it was trying to fit into a man's world as a leader. And that didn't really sit tight with people. Um, and also being raised in an environment when women were basically expected to be nice, to play nice, to uh, be quiet, to be likable. Uh, we're supposed to speak in a calm, sort of respectful, nurturing manner. And when women are assertive or are really comfortable in themselves and confident in themselves, that can sometimes be a bit standoffish. And people, women in particular, have a really hard time with this because when we come off as really strong leaders, sometimes we become off as being unlikable or unapproachable or bitchy. There was this really tough tug of war that I played in my 30s and early 40s when I was starting to assume some leadership positions where I came off a little too strong. So myself as an authentic person, I am super uh, straight off the cuff. There's no bull BS. I can't can't curse on this station. I got to keep it clean. Uh, I can't <laughs> see. That's my authentic self coming out there. I like to curse like a sailor off camera. Um, but you know, you can't curse. You can't be rude. You can't come off as too aggressive, too assertive. And so, you know, I really, um, really struggled with that balance in my early career. So one of the times in my life where things actually shifted for me was was when I went to Royal Rose and I was doing my graduate degree in leadership and I had a phenomenal cohort of people who really helped me break down these walls I had around me and I remember people telling me my god Tammy you were such a bitch like I remember one of my cohort members actually saying that to me I did not like you when I first met you because I thought you were such a bitch and I thought wow okay is that how I'm coming off as as a, as a bitch, I don't want to be known as that. And I know I use that word several times, but that's a word that us women live with when we're very kind of on the other spectrum of our authenticness, right? Of our authenticity. So I was a little too much. And I think, you know, upon some serious reflection, some serious reflective practice, a bit of coaching from cohort members and from uh, some of the, um, uh, you know, instructors and professors that I worked with, I really got to the root of it and I thought, you know, maybe I need to rethink my position on how I'm presenting myself to the world, right? Can being your authentic self be too much? Uh, the answer is yes, it can be too much. And it's like anything in life. If you have too much or too little of anything, it's a bad thing, right? And also for context, you know, I was raised by a very narcissistic controlling father and I spent my entire life fighting and battling against that notion that I didn't want to be controlled by anybody. I, I wanted to be myself and embrace myself and, you know, screw the world. And if they don't like it, tough patookies, right? But the reality is, is if you're going to be a leader, it's not about you. It's about the others. And so what I needed to do was shift my mindset from... Look, you can be your authentic self, girl, but you got to do it in service of others. You cannot do it as a form of preemptive strike. You cannot do it as a way of empowering yourself against somebody you think might be trying to take advantage of you or push you around. It can't. It cannot be in response to being bullied. It really, if you're going to be authentic and truly embrace the notion of being vulnerable, which is what authentic leadership is really about, 
It's about being empathetic. It's about being understanding. It's about empowering other people. Then you really do need to shift your mindset to being in the service of others. Long story short, authenticity is all about personal leadership. You have to understand who you are and how you respond, right? How you react to the world around you. And if you can do that and you can really embrace your core values, then you can learn to be your authentic self, not give away anything, not bend your own authentic rules, not destroy your ethical core. You can be who you want to be as long as the authentic you is in a healthy, balanced state, right? When we're not healthy or balanced and we're stating what maybe we have some mental health issues and that's legit. Like I, I struggled with depression in my twenties and thirties much because I would can blame my upbringing all I like. The reality is, is I was, I was being, I was self victimizing, right? All of these messages I heard as a young person about not being good enough, not being worthy enough, not whatever right? At some point or other, you have to look at yourself internally and say, you know what, if I'm going to take this as a balanced leader and really get and earn the respect as a leader uh, of my team, then my authentic self has to be in a healthy manner. It has to be presented in a balanced way. Because honestly, if your authentic self is completely out of balance, out of whack, then you're going to inadvertently expose your true self. This is the paradox, right? You can expose your true self, your deepest struggles, your deepest challenges, maybe oversharing with the world what your, what your, you know, battles are. In some cases, it's worth sharing that vulnerability. There's definitely no shame in that. If you talk, look at Brene Brown's video, she talks very, uh, specifically about shame and vulnerability and what that means and how not to be and how to be, etc. And I, I think there's lots of room for vulnerability and leadership, definitely, as part of our authentic selves. So what we really have to be cautious about is knowing when our authentic self may be coming from a place of trauma. And if that's the case, then your authentic self is going to come from a place that is dark. And you're going to have to adjust and do the work so that you can come to your leadership stance in a much more appropriately healthy manner. So in a professional environment, it's really important, right, that that balance is there in terms of what we share, how we behave, how we act, how we think. And it's not about being fake. It's not about being measured even. It's really about understanding when vulnerability can be used or not in a story to embrace, empower, enable others, right? So if sharing your personal experience, thoughts, and feelings is your strength and it allows the organization to grow or to help promote the building of trust in your team, then by all means do that. Be your authentic self. There's a really great video I'm going to put down below of, um, you know, uh, who is the asshole by Simon Sinek. And it's about looking for the, the toxic leader in an organization. It's an excellent, like five minute video. It's, it's really worth your listen, but really it's about that. If your authentic self is the asshole in the room, then, uh, guess what? (laughs) You know, sharing your authentic self is going to be detrimental to you, your leadership and your organization. Kusas and Posner, talk uh, at at length about how leaders can model the way, right? I've spoken about this in several videos. I've got a playlist up above here for you to look at if that's something you're interested in. But I'm going to quote by saying that leaders model by clarifying values, by finding your voice, that before you can be a leader of others, you need to clearly know who you are and what your core values are. That is called personal leadership. 
So given that leadership is all about relationship, it's super important that your authentic self not damage or get in the way of that relationship. So is being an authentic leader overhyped, overvalued? I would say yes and no. Generally speaking, I would say no, because being authentic is super important. You need to know who you are and you need to present that on a regular routine basis. And when you do that, you build trust in your, in your leadership style from your team and in your organization. Hands down, research has demonstrated that. On the other hand, though, if your authentic self is damaging and is toxic, then it's not a good thing to be authentically you. So if you are broken in some way or there's areas of your life that you really need to address and do some work in, then I would recommend that you do that work so that you can lead more efficiently and more effectively and actually just be a better human, right? Because at the end of the day, leadership is about relationship and it's about service to others. It's not about you. Leadership is never about you. It's about those around you and enabling those around you. So as long as you do that and you remember that in your authentic approach to life and your approach to leadership, you cannot do wrong as far as that goes. So Anyway, short and sweet, I wanted to address the concept of authentic leadership this week because it's something that's been kind of plaguing me since I had that conversation with my colleague. I try to do this every week and I'm here uploading new content on a regular basis. So feel free to subscribe and we'll see you next week. Hopefully talk to you soon. Bye.